Hey everyone, welcome to the Fullest Podcast. Today's guests are Kenny and Mark, the founders of Break Maiden and the creative brains behind Olipop Branding. Hi guys. So wonderful to connect with you. So um, it's funny because we, you know, we do a lot of calls, but I've never actually seen you guys. So this is the first time we've met a person to person or face to face. So really fun. And you guys are in your office right now, right? Yes. Yep. First time in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And where are you guys based? So we're based in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. So we're, we're just west of Tampa. Um, that's, it's, it's kind of like a small town. Yeah. A small city. I would say like a small Austin and we're on the west coast of Florida. Yeah. And okay. So I wanted to start with asking you guys how you met and how you found yourself in the creative space. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, we, uh, we met like three, no, four, four, four years ago. I I was thinking about it the other day. It's probably like five years Five years. So five years ago, um, I was working for actually an agency here locally. Um, it, it was small. I think there was like four or five of us. Um, when Mark came along and, um, you know, he, he was, you know, like a, a designer on the come up. Um, I don't think either of us had that much experience at the time. Um, and that's kind of how our like working relationship, uh, started. Um, I was the kind of like the creative director, art director over there. He came in, um, as a a graphic designer. Yeah. And, um, we worked together for two, two years. Yeah. Yeah. Two to three years. Um, and then, you know, I left, uh, I, I actually moved to Austin for a year, um, while Mark, uh, stayed here, uh, locally. Um, and then just like after a year, I was like, I don't like kind of like the big agency life. It, it, it kind of got, um, a little boring for me, I, I guess. And, um, I like called Mark up and I was like, what if we like started like a small little studio, like just us, um, and where we didn't have to kind of deal with, you know, a million different people telling us what to do or how the design should be or whatever and, and kind of do our own thing. And, and so we kind of like had a million calls before I moved back, um, kind of strategizing how we would, you know, uh, yeah. And, and open shop. So. I mean, that's such a big leap to go from, you know, a big agency job to starting your own thing. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, did you guys continue working there while you started your own thing? Or is that just like murky waters and not a good idea? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that right after you left Austin, we first started thinking about what we should do, you know, and uh, we something that we really knew is like we want to be prepared to make the jump um, and be really ready to do it. And I think that once he moved back, I think, we met like every day for a month. Uh, we kind of already knew what we wanted to do. So um, I think that we both uh, left our jobs and within a month we, we opened shops. So. Yeah. And I think we were also, you know, part of us were like, we're confident in our work in our work at this point. You know, I, I think there was a lot of like, yeah, it, it's scary doing this jump. And, um, you know, we wanted to make sure that like our, our work was worthy of it, you know, for jumping into this, you know, we want to be, you know, at least just as successful as we were, but, you know, eventually work up being even more so. 
Um, and I think we wanted to, you know, like get our work and our, you know, past work into a place where we were like, okay, like, you know, people know who we are. People have seen our work. Um, you know, now's a good time to do this. And we can kind of maybe carry some of those, um, you know, projects and, and past clients over, over to breakmaking. So. Have you, were you both, um, like self-taught? Did you go to school for this? Yeah, I mean, uh, I went to school for graphic design. Uh, I, I'm originally from Barcelona and I moved to, to Florida for college. And I studied uh, design, uh, graphic design in school. And yeah, I think that one or two years after, that's when I started working with Kenny. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say the school teaches you so much. Uh, but I think that perfecting your skills outside of school and actually knowing what's going to actually work in the real world, it's very important. And I think that just spending the time after whatever it's your job or after school to, to prepare your skills is, is definitely a plus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I went to school here locally. I went to USF um, and, and they're kind of like small graphic design program. Um, I don't think Florida, particularly our area, is known for the arts um, yeah. very much. Um, and so... Like Mark said, you know, like the way you're going to se separate yourself from the pack is just like continue to practice and and like hone in on, on like different areas that you, you like and, and just like kind of teach yourself. I mean, yeah, school only did so much for me and taught me so much, um, you know, at, like especially nowadays, like you have to continue to evolve. You have to continue to learn um, and, and, you know, not only stay on trend, but also like kind of develop your own way of doing things and your own style as you kind of go along. Yeah. yeah I, and I think that nowadays, you, you don't really have to go to school for design. I mean, a lot of the new stuff that we learn is just going with Skillshare or YouTube and, and finding out how people are doing it. Different uh, techniques, yeah. yeah. I think that requires a lot of self-discipline too, but I also think that the type of work that you guys do does require that in some aspect, just like independence and and figuring out your own path of making it work. And the other thing is like with the fullest, like when I started the fullest, creativity was a big, creativity and the arts are such a big part of wellness in my opinion, because I think that those are different ways that you can learn about yourself, whether it's learning about something that you like or, um, or just tapping into that creativity. And I think once you turn if someone's interested in turning that into a career, I think a lot of people that I've worked with, I find it really interesting because I've seen people that are just starting to turn maybe that into their career and they have a hard time figuring out how to monetize it, how to actually put a dollar sign on their time because they might not be self-confident enough to go out there. So I'm really curious about that aspect and um, if that was something that you guys struggled with it all when you first launched Break Maiden or if you felt confident because you actually worked at an agency so you knew yeah I mean it was a it was definitely a learning a learning curve there you know where you know I think when you start off your business you want to you immediately want to set your prices you know to where they're like super affordable so you can get work in the door and so when I look back yeah our, our prices when we you know first started were low but I don't think we necessarily regret that decision. I think we got a lot of cool work right off the bat because we kind of came in a lot lower than other local studios or 
or people that might be competing with us. Um, but, you know, as we, you know, as, yeah, as we grew, I, I, you know, we, we started to look at the competition. We started to see like maybe what they're charging. Um, and, and we just continued to do research. And, um, you know, when you're producing high level work, you need to charge accordingly. So it, it's still a learning process for us. Um, yeah, and I would say like, uh, I mean, we both knew kind of like the standards of pricing um, in the industry before we started the company. But what Kenny is saying is like, especially at the beginning, what you need is work um, to show off your skills, uh, not so much in, in terms of like economic profit that you might get. If you think about it, like you're getting this project not for that much money, but if you have a lot of uh, creative freedom, you might be able to turn into something like that's really cool that might be able to allow you to bring another project later down the road that you can charge accordingly. So you have to kind of weigh those those out, especially at the beginning. Right, because in this space, you know, it, it really is all about the work. You know what I mean? It's, it's a visual game. And so if people see cool stuff, you know, like on your website or whatever, they're, they're also going to want, you know, cool stuff. So, um, you know, if, if you need to, you know, take a hit or whatever in the beginning just to get some cool stuff like in your portfolio smaller you know big you know um and you have to value uh, the client at that point i mean uh by no means do free work if it's not something that you're passionate about and you don't like so um like i said i think you just have to balance things out and and, and yeah. take a shot hi everyone let's take a moment to discuss your mattress Finding a comfortable, non-toxic, and chemical-free mattress became a main priority for me once I found out what traditional mattresses are made from. Not only are they not sustainable for the environment, but they're also detrimental to our health when we consider the amount of time we spend laying on our mattress, which is about a third of our lifetime. I'm so happy to announce that this podcast is supported by Avocado Green Mattress, offering mattresses that are handmade in California with certified non-toxic and organic materials. Avocado Green Mattress is climate neutral certified and a member of 1% for the planet, where 1% of all sales, not profits, but sales, which is a lot, go to environmental nonprofits. So visit avocadogreenmattress.com and use code THEFULLEST for $150 off a mattress for the fullest podcast listeners. I really, really love my mattress so much, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think about yours. So what's your creative process like? Is it different? Do you guys work similarly? Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, we sit right next to each other, so uh, it, it's kind of like very collaborative, I would say, uh, at the beginning. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, sit down, come up with the idea, but I think we're more like, we think of something and we, we go straight into it, and then it kind of like keeps developing and evolving into something that we really like. Yeah, I, I honestly, like, you know, we do go about each project, you know, in a very similar way, but... Yeah, I mean, sometimes, it, you know, it's just different depending on what the project is. Um, you know, like, we never like to box ourselves in or, like, you know, stick to a code. You know, like, if, if there's a good idea, it's a good idea. Um, and we tend to not try to come up with, you know, like, you know, too many and mash them all together. Um, we usually try to come up with a bunch and then kind of whittle it down to our favorites. Um, but... 
yeah, I, I would say the process is probably a little different every single time. But I mean, um, I mean that too, I'm interested in, but also just in life in general, you know, like you hear, um, or you probably know about the book, the artist's way where you wake up and I don't, maybe you journal what, what sorts of things you guys do in your personal life that you think comes in through your work, um, that you find really help you unplug too, so that you're not necessarily that, that you can tap into your internal creativity rather than like seeing something outside that's inspiring. I think there's always like that balance, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, everyone tries to like come up with, with a very unique idea. And what we like to do is like, look at a bunch of different mediums. I would say like uh, any idea can be inspired by anything that makes sense. Um, so I, I don't think that we, we always try to push the boundaries of, okay, this hasn't been done in the sector. Like, I don't know, um, do something really colorful for something that it's not, not known for being colorful. So I think that's kind of what we try to do with our creative process is like, let's push the boundaries on what hasn't been done or uh, what's going to be unique about this project. I mean, it's very easy to, to go online and go on Pinterest and look at like past work that other people have done and be like, okay, well, this project, it fits this kind of style. Okay. What about if we don't do that and we do something very unique? I think that that will set you apart. Um, yeah. And, and in like kind of in our free time, like in, in my free time, just to kind of, escape. I'm still doing something creative. It's just not necessarily like, you know, for a, a, a specific project or client. I, I'm, I've always enjoyed drawing. Um, and also just like practicing like new styles, like, you know, we're both big fans of just like artists in general. Um, and you know, if we see like a really cool style, sometimes we, we can kind of like, sometimes we'll go home and like practice that style. We kind of have like this old school printer here in the office that we like to do like one or two color prints on. And so I, I really love just like drawing. I love typography. And so sometimes in, in, in my free time, just like at home, I'll like bust out my iPad and, and start, you know, drawing or whatever. Um, but we also just have like a big love for like interior design and like everything, like every aspect of our life. I think, you know, uh, it, it, it revolves it, around creativity and, and I think making things look good. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's interesting because I, I a lot of people um, in the age of social media, you know, are interested in having or being in spaces, spending time in spaces that look cool. And I always think to myself, like, I go to, I, there's, I don't know. It's just so interesting. Cause I'm always like thinking this would look so cool like this, or this would look so great like this. But then I also find myself not appreciating what is, you know, and there's like so much beauty sometimes and like things that aren't beautiful either. And I, I'm just curious, like this is super random question, but do you guys ever find yourself uh, as creative people and people who are in this space that are interested in interior design, like I've talked to interior designers that are like, I can't go sit in a restaurant without critiquing every single aspect of like, what would be better? I mean, I'm curious. You know, we can be normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, if we're, if we're going to a mom and pop shop, we're, we're not going to sit down and just analyze every single thing or, or whatever, or something that's 
you know, badly designed or, you know, obviously maybe if we're sitting with some designer friends, we'll, we'll, we'll crack a joke or whatever, yeah. but you know what I mean? I think there's a lot to appreciate. And what I, I feel like we've seen a lot lately is like, there's almost like a revival of some of like, almost like that kind of like really brutalist weird style of graphic design where like, you know, you'll see like restaurants with menus that are like nostalgic to like nineties fresh, like yeah. restaurants that are kind of like, it's kind of an ugly menu, but it's kind of cool at the same time. So, totally. um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if we're, wherever the, the I mean, I, I, my wife, my, wife, yeah, my wife, beats it. I mean, we go to a restaurant, I get the menu and I start analyzing why they did this or what they did to do that. It's um, not too. <laughs> but I also like, like going to, I mean, we're in Florida. So when it, I like to travel. So when I go to bigger cities in Austin, New York, California, I mean, you appreciate even more. And you, you see when a, when a place or a restaurant is, is well put together and everything is intentionally placed in there to, to give you a vibe, to give you a feeling. Uh, so that's something I really appreciate is uh, the atmosphere, and especially when I go out uh, to a cocktail bar or like when I go to, to a restaurant or something like that. I, I like it. I appreciate when something is nicely put together. Yeah, I, I I think there's definitely some fonts out there that are triggering for us. <laughs> if we see it, we're gonna be yeah. like, well, like we we gotta leave. Oh. You know, that extreme, but well, there's that uh, that Ryan Gosling um, sketch of uh, oh, the papyrus. Yeah, uh, the papyrus. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, that, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. So Avatar, Avatar the movie is set in the font papyrus, which is like a big no-no in the design know, in yeah. the design industry and. They have like this whole like skit on SNL about like how like why would they use this papyrus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So actually, yeah. I feel like I have seen that now yeah. that I think about it. So, and like, what a big um, and just like how much money they made off of it too, right? With like I mean, that. being used for everything. I mean, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I think people not use it as a joke just in the design world. It's like, yeah, I never use papyrus. So. Yeah. Um, so. so how did you guys end up? Because I learned about your work through Olipop because I know Alexa Gray. I don't know if you worked with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very closely with Alexa. Yeah. yeah. So Alexa is who connected us or Eric, my husband, with um, with you guys. So I'm just super curious how that came to be and at what stage of your business did you guys connect with them? Like, yeah, Olipop was like one of the yeah one of the first uh, uh, projects. Um, you know, feel very reluctant um, just because at that time, you know, we didn't have a ton of work under our belt. A lot of it was past work. Um, you know, like being you know pitched as like you know mood boards within a proposal. Um, you know, and but you know David, uh, the owner, you know, gave us a shot, and um, you know I think we nailed it. Like. Like, I think it was one of the first, yeah, one yeah. of the first presentations and it kind of evolved from there, you know, um, you know, David kept us on and, yeah, you know, we've been, yeah, we've just continued to, to grow the brand and, and do a whole bunch of different things. And since then, you know, we've done a handful of different photo shoots. They had an activation and, Friends and the market, yeah, yeah. In, in Los Angeles and I um, went there and I loved it. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. And then, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're continuing to introduce more and more flavors so it's it's really a brand that's you know uh you know we're yeah, super awesome. stoked to be you know partners with them and um it just continues to 
you know, explode. You know, yeah, I mean, people it's, love it's, that it's kind of surreal because I know. Uh, I think that we just got Olive up here at Sprouts. Um, so no one in Florida knew about Olive. Uh, and we started on the project, yeah, two years ago and uh, with, with Ben and David. And uh, it, it's crazy that people were calling us from California and it was blowing up over there. And we, we got to travel over there as well and see it on the shelf. It was something like kind of surreal and, and really exciting. And, and, and they gave us a lot of creative freedom and, and we just really, really enjoyed that. So, yeah. I know that's so fun to see. I mean, had you ever, I'm sure you worked on projects where you'd see it on the shelf, right? But maybe, yeah. I mean, this is, it's not rare, but what they've created and what you guys help them create is incredible. And just that space is growing like crazy. And yeah. you guys nailed the design. I mean, it is amazing. Yeah, we're, we're super stoked with how it, it turned out. And yeah, I, I think this is the first, like, it was our kind of first national brand, um, you know, that we had, you know, that we had worked on. I mean, we had worked on, uh, you know, some regional brands or whatever, and we were familiar with seeing our product on the shelf. Um, but you know, seeing this explode the way it did um, is it yeah. feels really good. Like, I yeah. think that they're at, I mean, they're in so many stores now. Yeah. I mean, they're in, I mean, obviously Whole Foods and Era One, and, but are they in Walmart now? Uh, I don't think they are. Yeah. yeah. I think we're working on it, maybe. I don't know. But I was talking to them and they were like, yeah, we're going here, we're going here. And I was just like, yeah. All over the place. They're all, they're all on the West Coast. Um, hundreds of stores on the West Coast. And yeah, they're, New York now too, so it, it, I mean, it's just crazy to see. I think it's two years. How, how That's, yeah, two years is nothing in the yeah. better space too. So I how mean, do- it's amazing too. I think that's that's like the great combination between the design and the product. That yeah, the product is clean, like a very clean product, and um, and it really actually is good for you. So that with beautiful design, I mean, how can you go wrong? Yeah. Um, but uh, in terms of Olipop, like you said, you do a lot of different things for them, the activation and sure. sorts of things. So do you guys help? I want to learn a little bit more about, because you're small, we were just talking about this, because you're kind of small, you're able to do all sorts of things. So what type of things do you guys offer other than just, um, you know, branding for a product or something? Well, I think one of the big ones is, is our direction, um, you know, uh, what we had talked about earlier um, before we started, you know, we, we love photography and, and doing studio shoots, um, especially in the CP, uh, CPG space. Um, uh, you know, branding obviously consisting of logo design and then, you know, packaging design as well. But, you know, it, it just really depends, you know, like I, I think we'd be willing to, to help out on anything, um, you know, if it was really, really cool and, and it was something that we really believed in. Um, you know, we love wayfinding. We love active, you know, brain activations, those types of things. So um, we, we try to dabble on, dabble in a bunch of different things. Yeah, I mean, try to be our best to be a, 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 like a Swiss Army knife of, of creative. So Yeah, we like to uh, imagine the brand uh, past just the, the packaging, if that makes sense, or the logo, whatever it is. It's, we have this idea in our minds of how it should look like, how it, that should translate into an activation, how that should translate into photography, into the website, into merchandise. Uh, and we like to be a part of all of that. Um, so, in terms of creative direction, 
every single thing that Google like to touch, even interior design. So, yeah. I know. I mean, it's hard when you're creative, like where does that end? Right. You see it, but like in terms of a website, for example, your, are you helping with like design templates and then sending that over to a developer or you're just kind of overseeing? Okay. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So we're, we're, most of the time, because we're development is a whole nother, yeah. a whole nother thing. That's yeah. That's something that we would, you know, either develop some sort of UI UX kit and, and pass pass it along to a develop uh, a de developer team or or a dev team, um, or just work alongside them, you know, throughout that process. Amazing. So, what are you guys most excited about as you grow the company? I mean, like you said, CPG space is somewhere you love to focus on. What else? Well, I think that lately, like photography is is actually been pretty exciting for us. Um, it's something that you know. We're, we're really getting into and, um, you know, becoming more experienced at, but I think it's just new pro uh, just new like branding projects. We love to, to see a, a branding project from, you know, start to finish, um, and, you know, see it come alive. And, you know, obviously there's really no limit on what that could be. Um, and, you know, each project is kind of like a, a, a new adventure. Um, and, you know, as, as designers and, and what we like pride ourselves on is, is being, you know, able to adapt to, to really any brief, um, that is thrown at us. And so we don't really like to say that we have a style. I mean, you know, obviously I, I have a personal style, right? Mark, Mark is, is a little bit more of the modern clean and, and I like a little bit more of like, kind of like the, the retro style. So um, you know, maybe that plays a part in it, but for the most part, I think we're, we're able to adapt to really anything that's thrown our way and, and that keeps it exciting for us. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about, um, we, we really like any new and exciting project. I mean, I think that maybe a couple of things that we would like to see is, um, an actual physical space, um, like wayfinding or interior design and how can we brand a space with design as well. So whether it's a brewery or restaurant, anything like that. Uh, that's something that we used to do a lot before, and now yeah. also, uh, your your successful projects is what you're going to get work for. So now we, we shifted a little bit more to CPG uh, industry. So, um, but that's something that we would also like to to have more of too. So we want it all. <laughs> no, yeah, that makes sense. Like, because you did so well with Olipop, obviously people are reaching out to you more for beverage or. Um, just other things in the CPG space, but I want to hear more about the interior design stuff. I thought that was something that you were looking into doing because you loved it, but it sounds like you've worked with a lot of people. Yeah, just, just a little bit, nothing, nothing crazy or whatever, you know, I don't, I don't think we ever got to a point where we were like, we want to collaborate with an interior. Yeah. We want, we like to collaborate and, and, and put our input in and we've experienced that a little bit, um, um, before, but yeah, not a, not a ton of experience. I mean, we did, you know, like I said, you know, we, we, we dabbled in it a little bit before and, and, you know, worked with someone else, but, um, we'd like to have a little bit more control over that. And, and, uh, you know, if a project did pop up, we'd like to give it our best shot. So. Makes sense. We're at, so actually I was recently, and this is one of the things, because I think that our personal lives really do feed into our work lives and what we're inspired by. And for me, I recently had my 30th birthday and I went to Yosemite. A friend of mine owns a company called To Be Magnetic and she helps people manifest what they want in their life. 
but she also um, created a space where you could rent, you could go there, kind of unplug and and tap into your creativity. So I spent my 30th birthday there and I realized, why doesn't the fullest have retreats or getaways? Like this is the perfect extension of our brand where people can come experience like clean living in a beautiful environment in a great town. Um, so it's funny because now I've been like looking into spaces and, and looking into like dilapidated homes that I can like totally redo and what that would look like. And, and so it is true. It's just naturally, um, or something yeah, like personal that just like naturally progresses into, um, your brand or, or your work or whatever that is. And I think that's, what's super cool about, um, you know, creating your own thing because it can be right. anything and it can turn into anything. And that's kind of the fun part about it. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see you guys grow Breakman, and I'm excited to be working with you guys on our yeah. projects. I love what you guys have created for us and, and hoping to just, you know, keep that going. And I really appreciate you guys taking the time. I've never had a creative duo on the podcast. I thought it was fun because, um, yeah. yeah, I think we have a lot of entrepreneurs and you guys are entrepreneurs, but I think it's a definitely a different breed of entrepreneurship because, um, you know, you hold that creativity like so high. And I think that's important. And I think it inspires other people to see things differently and just super fun. So before we end the show or the episode, I would love if you guys could share maybe a piece of advice for people that are um, looking to like monetize uh, maybe artists that are looking to create their own company or, um, or, you know, find that confidence to go out there. I'm curious, or just the brand maybe that is looking to like rebrand and, um, yeah, I would say to a, to a brand that is looking to, to, to rebrand, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it takes a bit of bravery, you know what I mean? Um, you know, to, to kind of like take your, your baby or, or, um, your company, um, to the next level, um, and to, you know, maybe let go of maybe something that you designed or a friend of yours had designed to, to get to where you are, where you are right now. Um, but at, at some point, if, if you do want to grow and you want to be more organized, um, and you, you want to make an impact within your space, you, you do have to make that leap. And, um, you know, time and time again, you know, running with us or someone else, um, it, it can prove to be um, very beneficial for your brand. So um, it takes bravery and, and sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And for a, for a designer that's trying to, to start their own business or whatever it is, I would say be patient, but have perseverance, you know? Um, I think that especially starting out kind of like where we were is like, be patient, have your ducks in a row, keep putting in the work. And then when you're ready, just, just go for it. Thank you so much. You guys, I love that. And I love that you brought in the fact of like organization. You know, I think that's a really good point to be made. And um, when you talk about a brand really taking their um, company to the next level or creating a brand, I think it definitely does rebranding or working with like a company like yours. It definitely does 
make you have your ducks in a row and stay organized. And to that point, like what you're saying, when you're starting out perseverance, like you're going to get so many no's and that's just going to take you to your yes project that's maybe going to be like your Olipop or whatever it is. That's, um, and so that's really inspiring. So thanks, you guys. Thank you.